Welcome to the All My Skate Videos podcast. My name is Carl Cortez, and I'm a subpar skateboarder with a pretty decent skate video collection. Remember VHS tapes, DVDs, even that Blu-ray copy of Pretty Sweet that you took from your friend that actually bought it? I got some of those. In this podcast, I invite friends to watch a video, make some notes, and bring it to a roundtable discussion. In these discussions, we highlight personal history, trends of the time, tricks, fashion, music, and more. To make the most of these episodes, find a copy or YouTube link of the video we discuss, and then listen in to our banter. Or, if you remember enough, dive right in and enjoy our commentary. Today we dive into Osiris's Feed the Need. We're here today to chat about the Osiris 2007 release, Feed the Need. I'm here with Eddie out in Philly. How we doing, Eddie? You got that mayo one that was wet yet for me? That's disgusting. <laughs> we have Ian out in Lancaster. How are the Amish folk treating you? They're fine. They, they stay out of the city, so that's cool. Okay, Don't see them okay. too often. Got it. Pick up uh, something from Dutch Wonderland for me, all right? And then we have Luke out in Chicago. All right, we're doing good. Luke. Doing good, just chilling out. First, we'll start with any of our experiences with Osiris footwear or apparel, if that's something that you've been down the road of. Um, Eddie, do you have any experiences with the Mighty O? Uh, when I first started skating and didn't know anything, I had Osiris beanie, and then I bought uh, Caswell Berry shoes on purpose. Those things were dope. Was it the red, white, and blue set? Nah, just a black with the white rubber. Do you know what shoe I'm talking about, though? I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one was sick. That one's crazy. Yeah, okay. Ian, what about you? I had one pair that I got right after a bag of suck because I thought the black and white mids that Jerry's wearing through a bunch of his part were cool. I can't figure out what they're called. Are they like a chino or something? That, that kind of sounds right, but they, they either way, they sucked. So, no, that, that's my only experience with Osiris shoes. Okay. I think at one point that was the Jerry Sue shoe, the Chino, and then I think they did an updated version of it, and then they did a low version of it. Jerry, I think in particular, has had probably the best shoe on Osiris, that uh, high-top one that he has in bag of suck. I would say that's probably the main contender. I think I had several colorways of that. Um, but we'll get into that more in a second. Uh, Luke, what about you? Any experience with the Mighty O? Uh, I just remember like being at school and there was just a bunch of scene kids with like like those crazy ass fucking tight pants that were like bright green or yellow. And it was at the time when like Osiris was like really pumping out those crazy ass like neon high tops. Mm-hmm. It was just a shitload of seeing kids. So luckily, I saw that and I was like, "No, I'm not going down that path." Not rocks. I believe they were called. Dude. Dude, those things are fucking insane. That <laughs> shit was crazy. Trying to think which came first, the sky top or the Bronx? Does anybody know? No, I don't know no. About that one. Yeah, I don't know. Tough one. Interesting time uh, for shoes. I would be surprised if it was the sky tops though. This is actually something to ponder to go back in the skate history and think this out. The the Bronx were the like the ugly scene kid ones, right? The neon green and black ones. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure those came first. I kind of remember being in middle school or like early high school and seeing those, but I was definitely skating when Skytops came around. So we all have some experience with Osiris, whether good, and we had a pair, or we admired from afar across the hallway of the school that we were at. Um, do Does anybody have a copy of Feed the Need on DVD? I used to. No. I got, Ian says, no. no, Eddie, you got one? I used to. I got it like a some kind of mall demo or something there is throwing them out, but I don't have it anymore. Hmm. Was it the journeys King of Prussia? Pretty sure. Cause I ended up at James Dang. Ward's house watching it. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I was actually there. I like was working at, a, um, you know, the skate shop logic at the time and we got passes in there and we were able to like hang out in the skate section. Jimmy Carlin was there. Damn, I remember that. They did a Osiris demo at Rizzo Rink too. And Jimmy Carlin was there before he was like psycho camera friendly Jimmy Carlin. He was just dead silent the entire time. Huh. When yeah. was that? Probably like 2008-ish, I believe. Hmm. Some okay. kid asked me for my autograph there. I was like, I don't know who you think I am. <laughs> At Rizzo too, you figure yeah. that they would know what they're talking about or doing. Yeah. Then, hmm. that's interesting. Um, Luke, you just watched this for the first time. Um, in one sentence, how would you describe "Feed the Need"? There's a lot going on. <laughs> per- perfect. <laughs> That'll uh, be very, very foreshadowing for this talk. I think. Um, I picked up my copy because I worked at a skate shop in my hometown growing up that was lucky enough to carry Osiris along with Vox Footwear and Globe. Don't worry, we had those covered. Um, This was one of the big acquisitions that I acquired during that job along with a lot of Vox blue and or black and blue DVDs still in the shrink wrap, I think. Still have one or two of those. Or seven, yeah. They just, dude, that thing was like, the pandemic plague at the time you just had one and then they were just everywhere before you knew it the video itself is from the osiris brand came out in 2007 with the likes of Corey duffel garrett hill jimmy carlin caswell barry james brockman diego Uccieri, gale mamalu john lupfer john rattray marius savannah the plg shuriken and shannon and Stu Graham. So let me ask, what was 2007 looking like for you, Ian? Uh, I was probably still skating in my garage, doing rail stands and watching a round three. I think I only skated for like a year at that point. So it was looking bleak, but hopeful. Yeah, and you eventually made it out of the garage. Did you see this video at the time when it was released? No, I... Up until uh, about an hour ago, I'd only seen a couple parts on YouTube. I know I watched Caswell's part a lot, but yeah, most most of this was new to me as oh. of today. Okay. Interesting that Caswell's part was the one that you've seen before. I feel as if it's a good part, but it's kind of a random one to seek out, but that's rad. I, I just, I loved Enjoy when I was a kid, so oh. I, don't know. I was like going out of my way to find Jerry and Caswell and Louie parts. Got it. And this is also after Bag of Suck came out, so that hype was still continuing from there. Right. 
Right. Cool. Luke, what about you? What were you up to in 2007? Uh, fuck. I think I would probably be like around 13 or 14. So I think I was just, I think I was just in my friend's basement drinking like steel reserve and getting really high all the time and kind of like fizzled out of skating by that point. But at my school, I, I want to say it was like tight pants, LRG t-shirts. Everyone was skating girl boards. A couple cliches in there. Mm. That was big. All my friends were skating girl boards and shit still. Got it. Interesting apparel choices at the time. Hetty, what about you? What was 2007 looking like? Uh, that's where I think it is. It's probably about the, uh, the flannel beanie with the puffball era some lacage i'm assuming <laughs> a chocolate board most likely um yeah definitely that skate wave parks all day stuff like that okay yeah that sounds that sounds actually about right yeah, like some uh, some slightly baggy black like uh corduroys but the top half's like still tight hmm. Mike Mose, I think. Oh, was that the Matix? Yeah, yeah, yeah Matix, the Matix corduroys, yeah. Yeah, this is probably also around the time of that uh, wild MJ flannel that they put out, right? Do you remember that one? That New Jersey flannel? No, Matix Oh, flannel. MJ, MJ. MJ, yeah. Yeah, I think I might have got that. It was like orange and blue and a couple of, like, right? Yeah, I, I think it was like the colors. most... Yeah, the most colorful thing I thought I saw skatewear yeah, wise. A lot time. of colorful stuff back then. Yeah. Stripes, sweaters. Mm, wild. Um, to help, well, what was I doing in 2007? Uh, I was in high school, probably my junior year or senior year. I guess it could have been either one. I don't know. Just seeing what else was going to come after that. I forget what was hot for the time, but it was probably. You were texting me meat yeah. middle lyrics while I was at lunch, bro. <laughs> Probably, yeah. All black Camaro looking like Darth Vader. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I probably downloaded Bag of Suck and had watched it a bunch at this point off of LimeWire. So I had that going for me in 2007. Uh, to get a feel for what 2007 was like, I took a look at the trans world. September issue from 2007 with Louis Barletta on the cover when Bag of Suck won video of the year. Some other videos that came out at the time was This Is My Element, Let's Do This, the Transworld video with Peter Smolik and Brian Brown, and the mystery black and white video. I also saw in this magazine a Jeremy Rogers Billabong ad doing a switch inward heel down a set in Australia an Altamont team photo that might've been one of the first few, such a weird, so, I don't know, kind of a, I, now Altamont was actually pretty sick. Do you guys have any experiences with Altamont from way back when? I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All my binders had all the little Jimi Hendrix collage, whatever ads they had, the front board with Jamie Thomas on a hover. I bought a bunch of that stuff. I used to love mm. that. Kenny Hoyle. Kenny Hoyle okay. was sick. Yeah, I think they're called the Davis, not the Wilshire, or maybe it was the Wilshire, either the Wilshire or the Davis. Also, in this mag, 
was the Booznitz first Adidas shoe, the red one with the white stripes. I think it was based off of the Gazelle. That shoe was sick. To round out this issue, there was a back sugarcane trick tip from Adam Diet and also a Manny Santiago checkout when he was 21 years old. It's 2007. What a time. This gets us into the actual video talk. Uh, first thing I wrote down was Caswell doing Caswell doing a nose grind with a cigarette. Did we have any main takeaways from the intro? Uh, the intro is like probably the least exciting part of this video, honestly. It gets good after the intro. Yeah, good song though. Built to spill. Yeah, it's it's chill. It's a chill yeah. intro. Definitely. Yeah, I didn't feel any particular way about it. I mean, it's kind of what you expect. It's, like you see Double Fall and some other names. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't give the full roster of everybody that was in the video because it was kind of a snoozer. But I just wrote down the Caswell nose grind with the Sig was sick. And I also forgot Gale Mamalu was in this video. He shares a part with PLG. Crazy. Yeah. The Canadian power team. Yeah. We hit Shariq and Shannon's part that has a line and a pretty sure there's a heel touch on the inward heel flip Manny over the gap. Did anybody else catch this? Oh yeah, it's there for sure. <laughs> uh, I had to pause it and go frame by frame just to give him the benefit of the down uh, benefit of the doubt. Cause he does have a lot of good front crooks and Eddie put me on to the best kickflip front crook ever, which yeah. I would agree. It's definitely in there. Does that one really well. Great pinch era. Some other noteworthy things here. Five O shove on the out ledge. He has a good use of shoves, like a lot of shoves, honestly, but they're all pretty well done and executed. And this is where I started to keep tabs of how many, ma uh, or no, not in this one. Oh no, I did make a note that uh, the manual 360 flip he did off the loading dock was pretty sick. I didn't expect that. Yeah, and he gaps out like a whole parking space too. It was a crazy tray flip yeah. out of a manual, at least. Yeah, that, that was fire. Because it doesn't feel as if it popped out of it, but it just like soared so far out after he had flicked it off the loading dock. Yeah. Pretty good mix of shit in there. Like some nice manual tricks, but then all of a sudden he just starts throwing out some pretty dope, dope gaps and stuff like that. I thought it was just going to be like a super tech part at first. Yeah. Now, this part goes. Um, I'm still not going to buy a black label board, but it's cool <laughs> that he was hooked up so heavily from them. Yeah, I had to like pause halfway through and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like this dude's on, this dude was on black label. Yeah, I kind of like, I was like, whoa, weird. Yeah, he is the shove master. He's got good. He's always doing front shoves in the middle of his lines and stuff. Yeah. I wrote down a note that I think he does a shove it up and then front shove on flat or something like that. Yeah. I saw that manual tray right now. That was so good. I thought it was pretty crazy that this was this was put out two years after Slaughterhouse. And I don't know how well you guys remember his uh, Slaughterhouse part, but he did not look like this skating at all. Like he really came into his own style and – wasn't doing like 50 tic tacs in a row in the middle of lines and stuff like 
don't know. It seemed like two completely different skaters. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I'd say that that was a pretty big jump from his. I mean, I'm trying to even remember because Slaughterhouse is like a cult classic for me, like almost a guilty pleasure. But oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel as if he was kind of killing it there, but this definitely has a few more tricks of like manuals and that kickle front crook, a lot of shove it's the manual three flip. I know definitely different, but not bad different. Like, I don't know if he really came into his own here, but it was like all, it was also a good part. Like slaughterhouse is just different. Is I think. Yeah. Maybe just how I remember it. It's just this different. Is his part. That switch flip he does after the kick flip crook is crazy too, over the bumped bar. Oh yeah, what's that? The yeah, second to last floats trick. Floats over it. Yeah, yeah, and then I think the last trick's like the nolly flip and the rail mm -hmm. in the bank that everyone in uh, San Diego or whatever skates. Mm -hmm. And he did the blunt side pop over into it as well. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that was the only thing I felt was kind of weird is he had like two tricks, uh, one on that kind of set. I think he does a crook grind and then he does like the nose blunt into that bank. And then his two enders are like at the same spot, just kind of one upping himself. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I do see that. Cause at first he like opens with the backside flip over it and then switch flips it. He does blunt side and then does nollie flip in. But I guess that's just, that's kind of cool that he was able to get more than one trick at both spots and use it. Yeah, it's cool to see the progression of it, but sometimes when I see that, I'm just like, oh, you're just one-upping yourself. Like, you just made that clip, like, seem more like filler. Just put them back-to-back. -back. I hate when they split clips up there at the same spot. Usually, yeah, that's there's, ex thing. there's exceptions, but for the most part. Yeah, a lot of that stuff was earlier in, and then, like, his two enders are on two of the same spots, or at least I think they were. And I was like, eh. I also don't know if it would have gone as well if they edited the spots together. You know what I mean? Like if they yeah. put the blunt slide after the nollie flip or vice versa, and then also mm -hmm. put the backside flip and the switch flip together. Anything else on Shuriken? I don't know. Is he doing a comeback this year? Was that promised? Is he? Oh, no. I heard he put out a part. I haven't peeped it yet, though. I feel like I saw something on Slap or something that he was going to try and, like, make 2021, like, a comeback year. Doesn't Ragdoll want to do that, too? <laughs> I hope not. Yo, Pigwood Revival. Let's get it. Yeah, Pigwood yeah. 2021, baby. I've been Hell saying yeah. a Pigwood Revival and a Slaughterhouse 2 would really make my whole skating career. They have to call it Slaughterhouse 2, though. <laughs> if they call yeah. it anything else, I'm not watching it. <laughs> They could do a slaughterhouse five. That might go. They might get away with that one. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> they try to one up it. Call it slaughterhouse six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slaughterhouse vibe. Oh, that's gonna happen, man. I mean, lizards yeah, off yeah. death wish. He could be the TM and then throw that thing together in no time. That would be. <laughs> We're, we're on to something here. Yeah. Hopefully this plants the seed that we want. <laughs> uh, this takes us to Garrett Hill. Does anyone know what marble game he's playing or if it's a marble game or is it just random? 
I thought there was just one mobile game. I, I don't know. I've never played. They make it feel as if either. it's like a a ritual that he's casting a spell on his part to be good or something. I don't know. It's good. I said that the song reminds me of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the beginning slow burn part. <laughs> <laughs> like he's going to have a trick in cowboy boots or something. He doesn't have cowboy boots, but he's got the red pants. The straight pants, right? Those are in here? Not the three flip 50-50 from the Osiris ad, but I think he... No, I don't even think he has the red pants in this. It's just the three flip 50-50 ad that's in uh, Strange World that he has the 50-50 pants. Oh, it's in Strange World. That's right. Or no, that zero promo, not Strange World. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he does have a, that Hendrix Altamont shirt. I made a note of that. Um, this is the second 360 foot manual in the video. I made it. I didn't write it at first with Shurikens, but this is the second 360 like foot manual. Like that 360 foot manual. Uh, yeah, it's really well done. One of my favorite clips in this part. I think that was a sequence in the Altamont ad, actually. We get three flip 50-50 on Hubba Hideout. Yeah. Another Switch Laser. Switch Laser. We uh, recently talked about Kids in America and how Spanky did one, but it's crazy to see them out in the wild like this. Yeah, that is a wild one. You guys' notes are so much more prepared than mine. I think my notes for Garrett Hill's part is... He sort of gives me that vibe of a conniving Weasley dude in a CW TV show or something. Like the sort of dude that everyone knows is going to betray the protagonist during the third act. Jeez. <laughs> You're reading too far into this. Man. <laughs> Was it the marbles that, that gave it away? Part. I did not get it's that out of this. Marbles. I don't know. He's just got that look. I'm also deep into the wire right now, and he kind of was like giving me the Ziggy vibes. Ziggy, he does look like Ziggy. I thought it was interesting that Jamie Thomas actually edited his part. Oh, yeah, that's such a random nod in the credits that he edited it. I didn't know that. Creative control. He has a lot of good switch stuff in this too, like yeah. switch lip, and I think it's easy to forget how good he is at switch skating, but it was sick. Yeah, yeah skating was great. Yeah. He's got a lot of good shoves as well. Mm-hmm. This was a common theme I saw in the first three parts that they almost all do a regular pop shove it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting. He has two back nose ones to fakey. Has he done them to regular? Does anyone know? I've never seen it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this takes us to Diego's part, which was actually long. I feel as if Diego always has like a three and a half minute part, but this felt as if it was like four plus, honestly. Maybe I'm tripping. Just felt like a long part. Yeah, it did. 
I felt like it was the tamest Diego part I had ever seen up until yeah. the last like thirty seconds. Definitely was. Uh, good backside flip. This is the f- uh, over that flat gap, and then this is the first of two enders oh, yeah. that has a motorcycle in it. In this video. <laughs> I like the front yeah, how, three. Sorry. How many people had skated that street gap? Because I think I, I see it all the time now. Like, I think that Dijon kid just like lasered it or something. But was huh. he one of the first to skate that for his ender? That one gap? Yeah, I think so. Because then in minefield, Heath kick flipped it. And I remember that was a big deal for the time. Maybe someone front 180'd it. But back 180 is pretty big for the time. Yeah, it's pretty fucking pretty gnarly. I'm trying to remember if it's his. I'm pretty sure it's him. He does like a, a front three. It's like a stair set with like a little uh, like mulch mm-hmm. in front of it. Uh, I don't know. I always like that front three. That was a good front three for sure. Yeah. But, uh, and that yeah, backside flip over the flat gap too. That, that stuck out at me. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely one of his calmer parts though. It's- we hit Stu Graham's part, and I never, I don't know if I made a note of this before, but I think it's sick how he had a shirtless clip, and he doesn't like seem like the kind of person that would have a clip shirtless, but that's sick that he got one. He's another, he's original big boy, one of them. Yeah, maybe it's that. I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's like down for that or not, but it was cool to see it. Yeah. Is that get, the first clip ever in a kilt? With no underwear. <laughs> That's a good question. thought it was interesting. He has a clip ollieing into this quarter pipe, and he does it in a T-shirt, and then there's another angle where he does it in a hoodie. <laughs> a wardrobe change, or maybe he did it warming up, and they were like, oh, let's get it one more time. I forget where I read it. It might have been somewhere on Twitter or someone just said it vocally, but someone said that Stu Graham's Stu Graham skating a handrail has like an elephant on a tightrope. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's sick. <laughs> I, I thought it was tight that he just Dude, threw Stu it in Graham's there. So the gnarly. There's the one clip of him with just like a full head of hair skating that bank. I thought that was a guest trick. Oh, is that not him? That was I another big. Against. I thought it was him. Another big dude. I thought it was him for sure. Hmm. Anything yeah. else from Stu's part? Mm-hmm. Stu's the man. Yeah, I didn't hit the verb. Yeah, I've never hit the verb button on this. It's funny. It's like short enough and gnarly enough, and just looks like so sick that i don't think i've hit the vert button on it james brockman good front side heel front shove 50 50 in a red and black tank don't think i have anything else this dude rules yeah i had a there's a clip of him doing like a switch ollie over a handrail in this that i the backside one yeah yeah he's got like red shoes on i remember that being a sequence in a magazine as well i think i uh, ripped it out and put it on my wall i always like that ad. but the clip is very underwhelming compared to the ad 
It's sick though. It's, I don't know. This dude doesn't want to do lines. He's a zero skater. I don't know if he needs to. Nah, he doesn't. I think my only note was James Brockman with hair. Weird. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I think I've just become so accustomed. I just become so accustomed to like watching his parts recently where he's just doing like insane hand roll shit. And I feel like he wasn't going as buck as he is now in this part. But he's doing more like diverse skating, I guess. Yeah, French have fifties that real at the end. That's pretty gnarly. Doesn't he have a gold tooth? Yeah, I don't think he has it in this part, though. Uh, it kind of looks like a, uh, a pirate. kind of looks like Patrick Meltzer now. <laughs> no hats, though. No, no hats. I, I think that's what's pretty cool about him is that he's been consistent without really wearing hats. Like, no, he's know, been everyone... running the bald spot heavy. Yeah, and everyone hits him for it, but I think it's sick that he's just kind of okay? let it ride. It's yeah. sick. Embraces it. We hit Marius's part. Awful intro. B roll is real corny. <laughs> and this is probably the worst song of the video. Yeah. Which is really a shame because he has a good style and he does a lot of good stuff. But um, the Smolik cameo was cool. That's about it. Yeah, I don't have much to say about this one. Is he uh, is he skating for anyone right now? Habitat, right? Yeah, I think he's still in Habitat. Habitat and New Balance. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think like with a lot of the stuff he's doing in his part, if it came out like nowadays, he'd probably be getting a lot of praise for it. It like starts off with he like hippie jumps that bench to wall ride and stuff like that. There's just a lot of stuff that you like see more nowadays that back then might have kind of gone under the radar. I think he did like some some no play stuff in there. That was uh, my only takeaway on it. So I was like, damn, if you drop this part in 2020, people will probably be like, nice. But it's definitely an interesting one to throw in the middle of this video. PLG has the second laser flip of the video. So that's cool. He's got a lot of crazy shit in there. Yeah. It's very he skating, says, man. Yeah, dude. The, uh, there's like a Nolly 180... Uh, Switch five. Well, I don't even know what to call it. What on vert? It's so confusing. I think it's Nolly one eight nose grind or something on like a box on top of the quarter pipe. It's so gnarly. Hmm. And then shared also with the dark star skater Galley Mamalu, who's got some good flushing clips with switch big flip and then switch backside flip over the little pipe. Thought that was sick. And uh, real random Nolly Front Smith on that small handrail. Ooh, 
different Smiths. <laughs> Another classic trick. Yeah. I feel as if they just edited some of these with just like, all right, they're on the same board brand, so let's put them in the same montage together. And you see that also with uh, John Luffer and Clint Peterson just riding for stereo and being on the yeah. same uh, same song in part. They're both Canadian, too. Are they? Two Canadians. Yeah. Gally Mamalu's yeah. Canadian? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. he's from like uh ontario or something i forget exactly where mm. the dark star connection these two mm -hmm. i'm refraining from reading my notes now i feel kind of bad half of more <laughs> some snarky ass comment <laughs> now you can drop them if you want i like the first one uh my only <laughs> all i had to say about this for my notes was it's weird to see a DC advertisement in the middle of an Osiris video. What do you mean by that? Well, if you look all PLG's clips, he's skating the DC ramp. So it's just like DC stickers and DC banners, like all over the place. Mm. So I was just like, well, all right. Like if Osiris can't have a ramp, like I bet that's a fucking sweet ass ramp to to skate but i just thought it was funny it's just like dc just manages to get in like almost every single one of plj's or yeah plg's clips there's always yeah. something in the background or stickers on like stickers on the pipe or something yeah i haven't thought of it like that but that's probably a i don't know if, like how that ramp came to be but probably probably part of their marketing department to make that thing happen I'm sure it paid yeah. off in the long run because now people just always see that from years later and they're like, oh yeah, that's the DC ramp. I wonder if they have anything now. Dude, when I was growing up, I loved this Jimmy Carlin part. I don't know if it was Me the too. song or what, but this got a lot of play before going skating. I used to fuck with Jimmy Carlin when I was younger. Heavy. Now I look at it a little different. <laughs> this part was still good though before he became like a gimmick yeah before he saw the camera yeah <laughs> you know the crazy hard foot nose manual on this i don't know if Doesn't he scrapes he, or not he scrapes dude his back truck slams down it's oh, there yeah, man it does, yeah dude. over the flat gap yeah almost all four yeah, wheels are on it got me well, he does a weird one too he does the the uh Fakey, big and weird heel, whatever you want to call it. A very questionable one. Yeah, that's a weird one. What would that be? Fakey and weird heel, half cab and weird heel? That's my best Backside, guess. big heel. I don't know. I don't know what they call those. Huh. He's got some front lip big spins in here too. <laughs> yeah. I made a note that there's one line he does. I think the spots in Japan and he it looks as if he's just skating on the pant leg or like the heel of his pants so it's just like crammed <laughs> under his right foot it looks so bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made a note also 
He does a heel flip front crook, which is pretty rare to see. I like the random real quick clip of a switch slappy fakie big spin, then 5 0. I say yeah. that's like one of the best tricks in this part. Yeah, it's super random. The Nolly double heel. It's like the only one I've seen. I don't really, I don't really know about that one either. It's got a yeah. few questionables. Yeah, that was his ender, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Definitely questionable. Yeah, like, okay, that's that's your ender. All right. Yeah. So let's pose this. Yeah, if you could nolly double heel Ian and film it, would you? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Over everything, down everything, hippie jump through everything. Yeah, definitely. Try nolly double heel flat gap. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That one that Diego backside flipped, yeah, knowledge yeah, of the for sure. I got you. Made a note that he does a line with S shoes on. I think it's the square one at the one spot in Barcelona with the nose manual. He does down the one bank. Pretty sure that those are square ones or some S shoe. We hit Clint Peterson and John Lupfer for another 360 flip manual. In this part, I think yeah. that makes it now four or three <laughs> for the whole video. Such a random reoccurring thing that I noticed with this watch through. Rare disco flip off the bump over the little uh, flat. That was sick. Disco flip? Yeah. yeah he does that? one in there. Is that a heel flip body barrel or something? Yeah, heel flip and then backside. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Body turn. I uh, man, so I'm like still catching up on videos from this era since I wasn't like really skating much. And uh, fuck, man, I gotta go and watch more Clint Peterson footage because I actually really like the skating. Yeah, this part's great. Yeah, I thought the song was fucking great too. Yeah. I thought it John. went really well together. Yeah, John Lupper's style is really good too. I thought it was well done. They had the probably one of the better songs in the video to some of the best styled skaters in the video, and they were both on stereo at the time, so it says something. Oh yeah, definitely. Clint Peterson's tray flip tail grab ender also. Yeah, rare. How many people? pulling those that's uh, another one where if you could film it would you film it <laughs> i, I go for it. it i mean i'm thinking about that now of like how it would flip and how you have to like hold back but let it like hold your weight back to grab it but let it flip it seems so challenging i don't know that's a tough one Caswell with another SIG. Big fan. Also another 360-foot manual contender in the video. I think that now makes it four or five. I made a note that he does this one ollie at Fort Miley with two sweat, two zip-ups like open. And you know how he threads the needle between the ladder to like the drop? Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, that was actually, that's what I was going to talk about, too. I thought that was, like, one of the sickest clips to me is, like, going through that ladder. I thought it was so fucking dope. Yeah. With the zip-ups, too, I just feel as if they could just, like, be open too wide and you get caught and just, like, yeah, you're just dangling there in your zip-up, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it's a casual part. It's fucking awesome. There's, like, there's really no going wrong with it. It's... Yeah. I liked all of it. And then his ender into that fucking giant ass bank was fucking I would never do that. That that shit just looks terrifying to me. Um, I like that tray flip manual throw one eighty he does a lot in this. Mm-hmm. He always skates to good songs too. Yeah. He always has good music. I think we could use another Caswell part, honestly. So Caswell. Here's a question. How much money do you think he's made from being on Volcom for almost two pl- almost three decades now, right? It's up there. He's eating. He's gotta be. Yeah, that's probably gotta be a decent chunk of change. Yeah. He's pretty much always been on all of his sponsors. He's had some questionable ones too though. I mean, what else has he really been on? Enjoy Crux. He was on Skechers. Was he? Yes. Oh. Him and him and Louis. Huh. Yeah. I think Grind King. This Caswell put it's good. I like that one spot where it's like the it's like a bank up to a house with the red handrail. You don't really I haven't really seen it besides in this video, I feel like. Yeah, he does the I think the board side and then crook. Yeah. Maybe I've seen like Omar Salazar skate that or something. Yeah, I think Omar Salad Bar 5 0 or something. Yeah, something like that. Pretty sure, yeah. Oh, and uh, I think in Minefield, I think he does something on it in that. Yeah. I like that they just, uh, he's on that, uh, I think it's like on the top of a parking garage in Spain, that random little pyramid bank thing. He just does that. Super boned Ollie in this slow mo. It for the like, oh, it's just a random, yeah. random little Ollie in there. That's that's a good one. I don't know. I think it was a good year for boned Ollies. You have that yeah. one Haslam did, and then they put it in the Tony Hawk game. The boned Ollie, yeah. a random time for it. I think that gap front lip he does in like China or whatever was also another sequence in a magazine. Probably. They probably spent so much time and money on sequences and people just don't really care about any of that stuff anymore. It seems frustrating to try and shoot a sequence. Yeah, I couldn't imagine wasting all that film waiting for someone to uh, land a trick. We hit Duffel's part. Ian, what do you think about Duffel's part? I mean, it seemed like a pretty uh, standard Duffel part, which... I mean, the skating was still pretty, I don't know about like top tier, but like what I'd expect from Duffel. There's some weird, like there was a a kickflip front 5-0 on a ledge in there. I thought it was pretty strange. Some some tricks that I definitely did not think should be in the middle of this part. Mm. But I don't know. I liked it. I like Corey Duffel. Cause, and when you say not in the middle of the part, because they were better and like should have been towards the end or something else. No, they just, 
like most of the tricks he's doing, he's like, I don't know, skating big handrails and bombing hills. He does an ollie in the middle of a hill bomb in some ditch, like pretty early on in the part. Like he, he's doing some pretty crazy stuff. And then there's just like a kickflip, kickflip front five oh on like a, I don't know, shin high ledge, just like scattered stuff like that scattered throughout the part. That honestly, that was the only one I wrote down. For some reason, that kickflip five oh just really stuck with me as something that I wouldn't put in a Corey Duffel part if I were editing. But yeah, yeah. I always thought the five oh front shove and then the shove after it was like cool because he made it a line, but we could have done without the five oh shove. Yeah. Uh, tricks of noteworthiness. He does that blindside half cab on that SF gap that goes downhill. I said that was sick. He does a brick flip in that yellow cardigan. Uh, and he fakey flips that one triple set. I think it's in, I don't know, somewhere in California. I forget the name of it. Yeah, I like that part that, um, does he hippie jump into like bombing that narrow runoff ditch thing? Was that a hippie jump into that? I tried to find it and I fucked up my placing on his part and couldn't get to it. It's like right at the thirty minute mark if you're if you're trying to find it now. Yeah. But either way, I thought it was cool him going down that. I I just thought it looked awesome. And I tricked myself into thinking he hippie jumped into it, so I was like, damn, that's fucking insane. Well as soon as you said that, I was like, it. did he hippie jump into it? I couldn't remember. I was too focused on the Ollie in the middle of the hill bump. I don't know. This part's pretty sick, honestly. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked it's it. dope. Oh, I didn't. It's, I didn't mean to sound like I was putting on or anything. It was good. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, he's never really so far. I'm sure I could find one, but hasn't disappointed me. Disappointed me with any of his parts. They're all pretty fucking gnarly, and especially for like the image he has, he still does some pretty awesome like flip-ins to handrail tricks and stuff like that that maybe you'd expect someone who would just like go and just straight chop the rail without flipping into it he just kind of adds that extra level of danger to it definitely the apparel i know it's not for everybody but i think that's what makes it so interesting that whenever he does drop something you're curious on what he's wearing it is kind of sick to just see him like skating around like a red fucking leather jacket and stuff like that it's like, all right, get it. That's a look. I wanted to be Corey Duff when I started skating so bad. Yeah. I don't know if I went down that realm of being super interested in like the super slim pants and everything like that, but I know that was a hot thing for the time. I thought the music was good for him too. Yeah. Do you know did you make a note of what song this is? Yeah, the intro is Black Sabbath Embryo, but the actual part is The House of Love, Shine On. Oh, okay. There you go. Just got that vinyl. I walked into a record shop, and the song was playing, and I, I asked the dude if they had it, and he said no, and then I looked for five minutes and found the record. Oh, nice. What what shop was this? Repo. It's not... Uh, it's it's the right shop. But they had it there, which is very random. Hmm. Yeah, the rest of the album's not that good, but that song is fire. Any yeah. from 180s, that grass gap. Uh, yeah, Davis. Yeah. 
he's like the first person to do anything besides the ollie as far as i know yeah sets it up for reynolds kickflip and stay gold yeah it's rad anything else on duffel i think he broke his ankle like multiple times i read an interview where he said he broke like 16 bones in a year or something once too just disgusting that man definitely sacrificed his body to skateboarding yeah what book is john rattray reading when he's seen throughout the video i don't even know i can't make it out that's a good skate trivia question He's another one uh, of the shovers in this video. Just normal yeah. shove it. Uh, he, the one line he does with Figgy front shove up and then switch back 180. The one uh, drop down gap was pretty cool. Love it when people throw the Figgy front shove in the line. I like the back nose blunt on the dark quarter play. Yeah. Wasn't it just normal blunt Figgy on it? Or am I thinking? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Clint. Someone Peterson. else blunt Figgy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Clint does it first, and then he comes back, and Rattray nose blunt, nose blunt stalls it. Sick. Any fifty fifties that rail into? I think is his last trick the fifty fifty the rail into the hill bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Some GX shit. Pretty GX. Yeah. yeah. GX GX one hundred at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he Where's does a. Good question. He's Scottish or Irish, right? I think Scottish. I think he's from the same place Stu Graham's from. It's good. Yeah, I think he's Scottish too. Yeah. I always trip out on how he has a physics degree. I think that's so cool. I did not even know that. Yeah, he's smart. Doesn't he teach somewhere or something? Or is he a separate degree? He, he just has the degree. I think there's some interview of him talking about of like, oh, what am I going to do with this thing? He like <laughs> frowned on it, but yeah. whatever. Works for Nike though, so I'm sure he's doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's still doing a lot of cool shit in his like later years. He's doing that kind of like suicide prevention bike ride thing too. He's part of that. So... He's not in, like, the cameras anymore, but he's still, like, killing it behind the scenes, doing a lot of really cool shit, which is good. That man deserves it. Deserves everything. Yeah. Voted most <laughs> least likely to be on zero, but was on zero. I <laughs> uh, really like the one... And some people might hate this, but the like switch 180 push he does in the middle of the line before the front board down the one handrail. Oh, my nose. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because it's not like a no comply where he pops it. He really just like mops it with his one forward foot. It was kind of cool. 
uh, I'm totally blanking on the spot, but that bump to bar and I think Barcelona that everyone skates. The fact that he like foot planted it. Oh yeah, Bezos bump, right? Yeah, I thought that was so fucking cool, honestly. Yeah. Because I went to that. Terrifying. Yeah, I went to it, dude. Your heart starts pumping when you're on those bumps, like. I tried to ollie it and like flung out myself over it, but just cannot commit. And just like those two in my head of like how the bumps were and just bumping off of transition just feels so weird. But that spot's perfect, truthfully. Hence why so much good stuff's been done over it. Yeah, I still think uh, that West Kramer shifty flip's my favorite to ever go down on that spot. Yeah, short and sweet, John Ratch, right to round out the video. Uh, anything else to mention here? About John or the, the whole video? Um, the part in particular. I uh, I always kind of forgot that that was the last part. Honestly, it's a good part, but I always thought uh, it should have came before Caswell and uh, Corey Duffel. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of thought those two, those two parts just come in so heavy, and then I feel like his part's just like laid back, chilling. I mean, it's, it's gnarly, but it's like he's chilling. I feel like those dudes came in like just swinging. I can actually probably agree with that too yeah like i was kind of like zoning out on the video to be honest until like the last four parts i mean there's good stuff but yeah i'd say clint peterson caswell Corey, and ratray were when i was like oh shit okay here it is not to take away from anyone else the video but it just stepped it up like a whole different notch from what everyone else was doing, especially the Caswell part. Caswell's part's crazy. Yeah. So that takes us to the end of the video. So let's chat about it. What Osiris is like. Yeah. I mean, there's a Stu Graham street line in there. The song's pretty good too. That's about all I have to say about the credits. I just want yeah. to throw the name. Credits didn't Graham do a ton Street for me. Sick. And Marius then smacked his face like six times. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, I oh, didn't good. pay much attention to the credits. The only thing I noticed is like right when it went black, right before I was about to click out of the video, it was like garrett hill's part edited by jamie thomas and i was like that's <laughs> that's worth throwing in like my, my notes that's pretty funny uh, i like how james brockman say, uh thanked satan yeah it was appropriate so that takes us to osiris in 2020 what an interesting brand with several videos under its belt um, they don't have a team page, but their web store is definitely live and they have apparel too. So you can buy a t-shirt that actually has the D3 on it. 
and it's only twenty dollars. They have oh, yeah. <laughs> they have a, the Thrasher font, and it says Osiris, so that's sick. And yeah, wow. Free shipping over sixty-five dollars or more in the continental U.S. There you go for the holiday needs. Oh, yo, this is so 2007. Let me share this uh, relic here. Okay, that's exactly. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, Osiris pom pom beanie. It's sold out too. Nice. So, I'm curious who bought that. Pretty sure Caswell think- still rides for them. You think no. some guy's just sitting on like 80 Osiris pom-pom beanies right now? Dude, I found an Instagram of a dude that only collects like mall circus and just, like just like, oh, it's so bad. The school shooter. School uh, shoes. Hmm. I don't know. Such a weird brand because they've been in skating for so long and have had so many team changes and they still have like stuff that's sold out. Uh, Moose rides for them, which I thought was pretty interesting. If we take a look at their Instagram, Moose, Moose. Uh, from Death Wish. And I yeah. thought Lutzka was on too, but I don't know if he's featured anywhere. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Feed the Need as a whole. Does the video hold up out of eight hardware pieces, eight being... This makes you want to go skate. One being, after watching this, you want to go do something else. Luke, what do you think out of eight hardware pieces? Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, two. Two? Really? Yeah. Doesn't do it for yeah. you? <laughs> nope, was not, was not feeling it. Hmm. Okay. And good this, parts, but overall, yeah. I was just like, ah, no. no, I don't want to revisit this part of my life. Like, this is a dark part of my school years, and I'm just looking at all these people dressed like it. And I'm like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't go back. <sighs> Got it. Eddie, what about you out of eight hardware pieces? Uh, you know, like five or six. Yeah. I would definitely, depending on the day, I'll go out and okay. skate after I watch it, though. All right. I don't think it'd be the first video I put on ever, but I'm glad it exists because it does have a wide variety there. You have this like the final good heyday of stereo in there um, and also a Rattray part. Um, I think I would give it in 2007, I would have given it like six hardware pieces and now I'm giving it like four four and a bearing probably four and just one bearing i think that's how i would do it who do you think won the video luke now you're just gonna keep starting with me i can i can switch it up i'll go to eddie because ian's gone yeah it's all good i'll say like i'll say caswell i mean i just fucking love this part so much but i'd also say that uh Shuriken had a really dope part too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to compete, especially with those last couple guys just kind of going all in. So I'd probably see Caswell. Okay. Eddie, what do you think? Definitely Caswell. 
and then Shuriken as well. And then John Luther and uh, Clint Peterson's part's pretty dope too. Yeah. I'd say that Shuriken won the ledge game. Rattray won the placing. Uh, Corey Duffel is an honorable mention though for winning the video. Caswell won my heart. Yeah. I think Caswell at the end of the day always will win it, but I think in this video, like I said, there are awards. <laughs> there are awards for everybody. Mm. Ian, who do you think won the video? Uh, probably Caswell or Corey Duffel. Yeah. Okay. So, who do you think lost the video, Ian? Oh fuck. <laughs> Maybe Garrett Hill. It's the Oof. first person that came to mind. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that to Garrett Hill. Sure. Okay. Why? I don't remember his part at all. I remember <laughs> there was a tray flip manual. Uh, he, he was definitely, uh, he's got the switch of laser flip. Fuck, yeah. Definitely Garrett Hill. Okay. You know, if you can get away with it, Garrett Hill. No. Eddie, what do you think? Who lost the video? Maybe Diego. I don't know. I, this part just always kind of didn't hit me. Hmm. Definitely his lightest part. Yeah, he wasn't pushing aggressively towards it uh, much at all. No. With the exception of the intro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Luke, what do you think? Who lost the video? Uh, <clears throat> I want to say Garrett Hill, but I figure we'll add some variety. I'm going to go with Jimmy Carlin. Hmm. Yeah, Nolly yeah. Double Heel Ender. That's... That's a heavy loss. Got it. <laughs> I don't know. This is tough. I'd say that Garrett Garrett lost the fashion uh, part of the video for me. But as far as just losing the whole video, I don't know. Just Osiris as a whole, I think they lost... They just didn't like it's great that this video came together, but I don't know. Feed the need, like feed the need of what? And like the whole like thing. There's the homeless guy on the cover, and the video just all the parts seem just like I don't know. It's just a we it's just a weird one. I don't know what to say of who really lost, but I'm gonna say Osiris, the brand itself, lost. Yeah, that's pretty good. Do you think this since I wasn't skating much and you guys were more into it at this time, would you say this was like the downfall or the beginning of the end for Osiris? Beginning of the end. It was already pretty corny when I seen it. Yeah, it was already pretty hurting. But, I mean, you see in the video, like some of them wear half-decent shoes. Yeah. You know, everything usually sucks they when know. Jerry Sue you leaves. You get paid probably. Too. Yeah, I think there's a devil interview where he's talking about like shortly after Feed the Need, like the insoles got worse and worse and like he couldn't even wear the shoes anymore because like the soles were just too awful for his feet. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, that's when Corey Duffel was randomly. He was wearing like Adidas and stuff for a little. Was that before Osiris? Uh, yeah, it was before Osiris. Yeah. He was wearing like Adidas and Fallen's and stuff for a little. Yeah, I wonder yeah, how his he... career trajectory would have panned out if he stayed on Fallen. Would have made a little more sense, probably. Yeah, it probably fit fit Fallen a lot more than Osiris. I don't think he would have made as much money as he did though with the Osiris. Yeah. Why well, all those dudes are probably on that team? Yeah, I mean it's like their Instagram. Cruise. Yeah, their Instagram surprisingly has one hundred and thirty-two thousand followers. So you have to ask yourself, who are these people following Osiris in twenty twenty? Do you remember when their Instagram got hacked? No. no. It was a few years back, and someone hacked the Osiris Instagram. It was like, um, they uploaded a picture of a D3 with shit on it. <laughs> like, or if it was human shit or dog shit, but it was like God. hacked for like three days straight. And they were just like uploading like all this, like, fuck Osiris. And like, yeah, the pictures of D3 with shit on it, and like all these memes and shit making fun of Osiris. Mm. I think that that probably got them more followers than anything else. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know how many of those followers signed on because they saw three days of D3s getting shit on. Uh, I wonder who did that. I'm just looking at their Instagram now, and I think it's interesting. They have a support your local skate shop ad for uh skate shop day and i'm just thinking what skate shops carry this trash now mm -hmm. zoomies journeys that's literally yeah. the only place i've ever seen osiris is uh, they're probably gonna be in the same place that you see like a plan b deck or something any of those board brands that like have existed forever that you never see out in the wild it's just got to be like some place in some flyover state in some small town and they just have like Osiris's and Plan B boards and Pizza Escape. No, Pizza Skateboards is probably more shops, but like Skate Mafia and all that shit that you just never see these days. Or at least that I don't see. Mm. Probably uh, carry like footprint shoes. Oh, yeah. All of those skater owned brands that nobody's buying. It's a shame. Dude, I saw a pair of footprint shoes in the wild. I was at a liquor store and a guy was wearing footprint shoes and a DC hat. God. That's rough. So what do we think? We love this video, or maybe we don't, but what's the biggest downfall for this video? I'm going to go ahead and say some of the intros I could do without them. And they also quote like the music, like the, the quotes that they have in like Shuriken's part make like the quote in Shuriken's part makes sense. Cause it's like a, like up and close of his face, but there's one in rad trace part that I'm like, I don't know. It's just random. Like the random quotes and the intro B roll, like, most of these parts, that's my we love this video, but everything else yeah. is what it is. But I think those intros are pretty trash. 
that quote was listed on there as Spike's poem. So maybe mm. it was some of his friend's poetry. Uh, I don't mind this video, but I just, I've trained my brain to see Osiris and feel a certain level of like repulsed, you know, kind of like, oh, oh, Osiris now. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess just poor branding and uh, they could have shortened it up a bit, to be honest. I yeah, like long videos yeah. and all that, but, you know, some of the stuff was just like, it almost felt tedious at times. Yeah. At 43 minutes too. What are they trying to get from us? Yeah. And like the music choices and some of it were just really strange, you know, like having safety dance and who do you love and stuff like that just didn't that music just didn't really seem to fit the skating yeah for me mm. eddie what about you i'm oh, sorry luke if you want to continue you can oh the other thing i was thinking about is like they do seem to have at least a pretty good spread for that point in time for like an international team oh yeah yeah so that's something We'll say they had variety to the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Definitely the editing. And I don't know. It's different. That video, when that video came out, all skate videos were like that long. I feel like if it came out now, that video could be like three videos cut up. And half of that footage wouldn't even make it to a camera. But. Uh I don't know. It's a. Uh, I still like it. I like this video, but the editing's kind of weird. There's some good music. It's. I don't know. It's weird because the music choices goes. It's like goes up and down. There's some really classic songs and parts, and then some other stuff that's just like. All right, next. Uh, Ian, what about you? We love this video, but. But nothing. It's perfect. I don't know. I, I Eddie kind of summed it up. I thought uh, song choices and editing were all over the place. Uh, I I forgot to say this earlier, but I thought it was interesting that this was uh, filmed and edited by Russell Houghton. Did he say his last name? Anyone know? I don't know. No. Who's that? Uh, I thought it was it was interesting that he was listed as the filmer and the editor. And I do like a lot of his work, but then if you look at the end, there's like fifty something additional filmers listed. I don't know. The whole I guess what I'm getting at is the whole thing kind of felt like it was a throwaway from other videos and very haphazardly thrown together. I don't know. Huh. Not always a bad thing, but it didn't really have like a cohesive vibe and I don't know. Felt messy for that reason, I guess. Still didn't hate it, though. Okay. Best gear. Anybody want to take this one? I, I fucked yeah. with Caswell's... Uh, the, his his zip-up gear when he always on Fort Miley. I like that gear a lot for some reason. I would run the, that. The two zip-ups? Yeah, he yeah. looks like a drug dealer. <laughs> I 
I'm going to go with Duff, man. Any kit in particular? The red leather jacket. Okay. It's a bold look for a bold man. Yeah. I was thinking the the yellow cardigan from him is a bold look, too. Nobody rocks a cardigan like that. With the Rick flip, too. Yeah, he's got a lot of random random tricks in there. When I was younger, I really liked the Garrett Hill Trey Flip manual outfit. I looked at it now, I don't feel the same. But yeah. I thought when Ultima came out, I thought that shit was so cool looking. Oh yeah. It's definitely a yeah. very niche time thing. Yeah. Time brand. I mean, I have a yeah. thick Altamont jacket that I wear in the winter and that thing's pretty great. Am I wrong or is Garrett Hill the guy who ate shit with the all the coffee in his hand? Or am I yeah, same guy. Well? Yeah, that's Garrett. Okay. That's him. Yeah, that's 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 all I can think about whenever I see his footage now. It, I mean, I laugh, but it's just that's just forever in my mind next to the word Garrett Hills, him just freaking out and spilling coffee everywhere. Such a good clip. Yeah. That might be his best clip of all time. It's up there. Uh, best music. I like the Corey Duffel song. I also like Safety Dance too. When it comes on and and, I'm listening to the radio, I'm into it. I like that. I like Caswell's song a lot too. And uh, I like Shuriken's song. But I don't know. This whole video is just very random. Yeah. I like the uh, Clint Peterson track. The Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a good that's one. That's a really yeah, good one, actually. I forgot. Yeah. It's Lee Hazelwood and Margaret and Dark End of the Street. Yeah. I thought that was really, really fucking good. Where's John Lufer at? Yeah. Where is he? He's from Florida, isn't he? Probably. I don't know. I never really. Uh... Let's see. I doubt. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it looks as if he's still on stereo. Huh. Oh, yeah. They like turned him pro like last year. Like, wow. Randomly put him back on and turned him pro. Or maybe two huh. years ago or something. I don't know. It was super random. He didn't even put out any footage. Hmm. That's so sick. I don't know. It looks like he's still skating, still killing it. He had a memory screen clip recently. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to do some research. Hmm. Anything else we want to report on the video before we wrap this up? Osiris Feed the Need. You can purchase Osiris Feed the Deed at thesecrettape.com for $18.99. Is that how much it is? Yeah, I had a lot of free time before I did this. Oh, okay. No, that's good to know. I think it would be nice to uh, direct people to that. So if you can find this at a skate shop and buy it, buy it there or try the secret tape. It's always funny to see how some of these videos, like one video could be like, $90 right now and then another one that's like from 07 is like 
sometimes you go on there and they're as cheap as like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Guess that. I guess that's how people felt about that video. But then again, I got bonus round from them for like eight bucks. Oh, that's all because Skate Warehouse was selling it for like a penny at one point or a dollar. Yeah, good man. Yeah, yeah. I bought two copies of it just for holiday gifts when I need them. That concludes episode two of All My Skate Videos. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, we're on Instagram at All My Skate Videos. If you'd like to shoot us an email with a comment, question, concern, or to participate in one of these discussions, shoot us an email at amsvpod at gmail.com. To help out the podcast, please leave us a five-star review if you're feeling so kind and wonderful, and leave us a nice comment on what you think of the pod. Thank you for tuning in.